the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys. This is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Can't tell you how much I love and appreciate me. Every single person that listens to the Roz and Mocha Show, whether it's the radio show or the podcast, just know that you are appreciated so much for the time that we get to share together. Super fan Krista tweeted video to us of her son standing in front of um, a hamster cage. There's (laughs) one hamster in there. Okay. And starts recording. Okay? Yeah. Listen to this. See? What's your hamster's name? Ross. Why? Because Ross focused on the radio and raw and Mocha died. Your hamster Mocha died? No. Yes. Boys, we have Ross. Oh my gosh. No. That's <laughs> okay. No. Oh my god. Hamster Mocha died? Yeah. No. Yeah. And Mocha died? Your hamster Mocha died? Yes. No. He says, but at least we still have Ross. No. <laughs> Didn't somebody else name their guinea pigs Ross and Mocha too? Uh-huh. Yeah. We've had like multiple fans name fish too. Yeah. Their animals fish. after us. Yeah. We got we- that one woman who named their her named her son uh, Weston Ross. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And cats. Yeah. As she sends, well? she, I get updates from this little boy like like oh, every really? every couple of months. She sends me like a new update on like what he's doing. He's walking. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. Oh my God. Hamster Mocha died. That yeah. is so tragic. That's okay. I'm sure he lived a great life. Yeah. Right? Caged. He lived an amazing, well, minus the caging, but you with know? me with, with Roz <laughs> in a cage. I killed him. No wonder he passed. See? What's your hamster's name? Roz. Why? Because Ron focused on the radio and raw, and Mocha died. Your hamster Mocha died? Yes. Boys, we have Ross. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) At least we have Ross. (laughs) Sorry, kid. Anyway, to Krista, who is a super fan, thank you for sending that. That kid is amazing. Love that you named the hamsters after the Ross and Mocha show. I feel like I feel like we should like get the kids something. You know what I mean? Like, well, like another hamster. I don't know something. He's not busted up about it though. No, I and he seems pretty chill about the whole thing. To be honest with you, yeah. now I'm wondering if he had something to do with it. He <laughs> 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 didn't like the mocha one, right? Mocha died. Your hamster mocha died. Yes. Oh <laughs> my god. Boys, we have Ross. Oh man. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I had to go to a uh, like a big to do last night. It was crazy. What it, to do? Um, like a, like a real fancy uh, event. It was a Biblio Bash, which is a um, like a big gala for Toronto Public Library. 
nice. And at every table they have, they have an author at every table. And I was one of the authors at one of the at nice. one of the tables. So like you show up and my book is like on everybody's chair and everything mm. else. And it's it was really great. Like it was an amazing event and they raised a ton of money. Do they have to keep it quiet because it's a library? <laughs> you would think, but no, they don't. It was very loud. It was actually. a wild night in the library. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. It was a total wild night. So Catherine and I were there. Uh, Wait, we, yeah. what time? Oh, it was late. It was late. Like we got out of there. We like we left before dessert, and we left at ten forty-five. Whoa, bruh. Yeah, it was a late night. Yeah, I know. I know. Last night was an important night in the I city, know. though. So I couldn't watch the hockey game. WTF? I know. I've been booked for this forever, so I couldn't watch the Leafs game. So game one, you had this like. Array of food oh, in front of you. A whole right? thing. Somebody just texted and said, yeah. "What did Roz have in his buffet last night?" Watching the Leafs. Yes, game. nothing, nothing, because I couldn't yeah. watch the game. So I tell Maury yesterday afternoon, I was kind of pissy. I really wanted to go to this event; it's for a great cause, uh-huh. but I was still sort of pissy because I was gonna miss the hockey game and I couldn't put my phone like on the table and just uh, watch. You know what I mean? Rude. Like I couldn't do, I couldn't do all of this stuff. So I was, I was, I was kind of pissed that I was gonna miss the hockey game, and so Maury took it upon himself to like watch the game for me. And send me voice notes Wait. <laughs> throughout the So do you game. even know the f- final score? You know. <laughs> I do now, right? yes. 7-2, yes. Leafs. Yes. Series now it tied. Was an, it was an incredible game. Uh, game three moves to Tampa tomorrow night at yes. 7. You can watch on Sportsnet. Yes, but but Maury was like uh, Maury was like my Sam from, uh, from Lord of the Rings when he was like, you know, I can't carry that ring for you, but I can carry you. Maury was like, you can't watch the game, but I'll watch it for you. Right? So this <sighs> Okay, hey, Roz. Hi, Roz. Okay, we know that you're at some sort of catered affair, so we want to send you little notes, because how on earth are you missing game two of the Stanley Cup playoffs? One guy keeps falling. I don't understand. Don't they know how to skate? Oh, no. I take that back. He was tripped. He was tripped. Who are we playing? Oh, my God. I think I... Well, I was wondering, because I'm very confused here, Roz. Both team color jerseys, they, they they both look like the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, it looks like the home wear and the going away wear. The away game wear. We scored! Did we really? Yeah. Oh, Austin Matthews scored? I thought he was a goalie. (laughs) No, he's the guy that shoots it. (laughs) Who do we score against? Look at the amount of people there. Roz, it is a busy game. Who do we score against? Who are we playing? Tampa Bay Lightning. Very good. (laughs) The score is 1-0 Maple Leafs. And I see Tavares hugging other guys. O'Reilly. Okay, Tavares, O'Reilly. All these names sound familiar. You're thinking of Morgan Riley. Maybe. Who's he? O'Reilly's the new guy. Oh, I'm thinking of Morgan Riley. Yes, you're right. right. Okay, so you, you have to understand, okay? Oh, no. I am not able to watch the game. And this is what I'm getting. Okay, we're at the 17-minute mark of the first period. Like, it just started. And Roz, they're fighting again. They waste their time fighting. I don't know right. why they bother. Okay. Like, just stop with the fight. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, look at that. <gasps> oh. Oh, he's slapping his ass. Wait, the referee, like, really went in there. Roz, we lost this fight. I have to admit, Tampa Bay, they beat us in terms of this fight here. But He was fighting. Who is that guy? Who is he fighting? Let's see. I can't. Re- 55. Number 55. Costellanetto. I don't know. Okay, but I didn't know, like, referees really get in there and, like... Well, they have stop. to stop it. 
So wait, why the fifty? Now he has a penalty. They both have penalties. Thanks. Yeah, as they should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Oh you know God. what I mean, right? So these are the voice it's, notes that you're getting. It's, it's, from, and it's making it so much worse. From the damage right? last night. Like it's so much worse. Because you couldn't watch the leave no. game. No, we are still in the first period. Oh. Score! Oh. oh my God, another score. So two nothing, <laughs> bottom of the first. Bottom of the bottom. first. <laughs> Isn't that what we say? <laughs> bottom of the first. Okay, updating Roz while he's at his event. It is now three nothing Leafs. Go Leafs, go. Still in the first. Ah, ew. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bleeding. A Leafs player is bleeding and he's rubbing it with cloth. Yeah, he's trying to, like, close the wound on his lip. Yeah. Ew, that's nasty. Yeah. Okay, one-on-one shot. I don't even know what that means. PP tonight. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yo, okay, these bro. two, I swear. Bro. Okay. Like, it's so much worse. It's so we score worse. again. Oh my God, Roz, you're missing a really good game <laughs> for being at some event. You're missing a really good game. It is five-one Toronto, bottom of the second. I think you could be a little bit more excited for Roz. Be like, scores. No. Okay. 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 Uh, so these are the updates that you're getting from the damage last yes. night because you couldn't watch the Leaf Thank game. Thank you. Oh my God. That one guy has no teeth. <laughs> like, there's no friend. Oh, here's another guy with. They're all. They're all missing teeth. Do they take out their teeth and, like, play with no teeth and then they put them back on? I'm so confused. Like, important stuff, right? Oh my God. I don't know if all those millions are worth it. For, Is it like, sexy? No, it's not sexy, but it's how That's what you want. What a good game, though, right? What a game. I've never, like, wow. I've never seen such a high score for Toronto. 7-2, Roz. Four minutes and 54 seconds left in the third period. Fans are going nuts. They're tossing things into the rink. Hats. Roz, we are one step closer to the Stanley Cup. The road is near. (laughs) And and like every sports fan who's been in a position of where they've missed the big game and you text a friend, hey, how is it? Is it sexy? (laughs) (laughs) So you better not miss out on game three on Saturday because you're going to get the exact same thing again from the Dammits. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I bought new underpants for the first time. <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. No, that sounds about right. <laughs> Shut up. No. Thank you. 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 No, I had to. Catherine, online or did you go into a store? Online. Okay. Catherine told me uh, I needed to replace all my underpants uh-huh. because they were like. Disgusting. One, they were just. Yeah, they were disgusting. Holes? Rips? Yeah. One, I, I wore a pair. I decided one day. Because I, it was a weekend and I didn't have to go to, like, I wasn't coming into work or anything like that. Um, but I decided one day to put a pair of underpants on mm. that went into the laundry by mistake when they should have gone in the garbage and then mm. wound up back in my drawer. Mm-hmm. Because when I took them off that other time, I realized that there was a split, like, the back was split pretty much from, like, my taint all the way up to the back elastic band. 
Oh, jeez. Right? So like was there was protecting you. There was, like, it was split, right? Really? Yeah, they looked like action panties. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Um, and then so... Air conditioning. Uh, yeah. And so they made it into the laundry, and then Catherine didn't see it, and then they wound up back in the thing. And then uh, and then I went looking for undies one day, and I grabbed those underpants, and I saw the split. And I was like, huh, I didn't throw these out. But then I was like, huh. They are clean. And then I no, put them didn't. and I put them on and I wore them. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh. Okay. So I had to buy At what point in your life did you just give up? Okay. <laughs> I mean, apparently years ago. <laughs> <laughs> your underwear got holes. So, I bet your socks have holes too. They do. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's because I have strong toenails. Okay. Like a man. Um, so I had to buy I had to buy new underpants and I went online to buy new underpants. And God, underpants are expensive if you buy quality underpants, huh? Expensive. But you don't need quality. What do you mean you don't need quality? Nobody, see, nobody sees them. No, That's what do you? Comfort, but I bro. like it's comfort, right? man. It's on your body. I all have six dollar yeah. boxers and they're very comfortable. No, 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 no. I paid forty six dollars or thirty six dollars a pair. <gasps> That's oh, what I'm talking yeah. about. Thirty six dollars yeah. a pair. And you know what I did? I bought ten pair. Ooh, right? Oh, that oh, would bankrupt. And I me. I loaded. <laughs> we have facts. <laughs> More wouldn't be able to pay his mortgage. Right, right. Yeah. I don't Why I don't, are you late with your bank payments, sir? Underwear. underwear. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That may be the best I've felt in a very long time, more. So thank you for that. Knowing <laughs> that what I spent on underpants would bankrupt you. Right? I've never I've never felt better about what myself. Did you go, go with sacks? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro, yeah. Sacks are my favorite. Yeah, sacks with that pouch in the front. Uh-huh. Right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Please. Are you wearing them now? Yep. Oh, it's all I have now. I, I'm gonna. I've started to throw out all the other ones. Um, patterned or just black? Yeah, brief. Come on, man. Okay, black this man, brief. This man is winning. Like, and they feel, and, they feel and great, not, right? I love them. Wow. I yeah. love them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black brief, like not boxer brief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like brief. I look like Michael Phelps. I'm about yeah. to break records. And it feels in these. like you're not wearing anything. Right? Oh my god, it's so the quality. Good. It's so yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. I feel like I'm out. Uh-huh. Right? You know? You know <laughs> Not that I mean? kind of out, Maurice. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Take those starting? glasses off, man. Are we starting? Oh, my Why? God. You're wearing the round ones today. They're terrible. No they, offense. They, they look... Everywhere I go, compliments. Who? You're such who? a liar. Everywhere. You don't really? go anywhere. When, when you posted the Twitter poll about those glasses, they got, they got slaughtered. Yeah, but I feel like that's because people are trolling. Why don't I know about this? Oh, why don't I know about the Twitter poll? Slaughtered. We talked about this. Yeah, no, we I don't already... know the results though. Yes, you do. No, you no, you don't no. remember. Uh, anyway, I've forgotten about the results. <laughs> yeah, what were the, what were the what were the results? <laughs> I feel like I'm listening. My went parents to argue. the optometrist. Yeah, got these glasses. Already purchased them. Yes, I right? remember all that. And decided after the purchase. Yes. to go online because he wanted to go viral, as he always does, and put up a Twitter poll. Goals. Hey, y'all think I should get these glasses, even though he already purchased them, oh, thinking mistakes. that the overwhelming majority of people would be like, oh, so cool, they look great, you should get them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the hope. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, the hope yeah. was that. Okay. The reality what? set in was everybody hated them. Okay. Don't do it. Don't waste your money. They look terrible. Oh, no. Yeah, slaughtered. Yeah. Okay. Slaughtered. I don't think one single person voted yes. No. Even Shem said no. 
Yeah, yeah. Chef's got taste. Say, everybody said no. Jesus told me not, never to lie. So. Yeah. Right? <laughs> wow. Jesus even said no through Shem. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I had said this before. When 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 you wear those round glasses, I think that the only way to do it so they don't look so weird is to wear them down a little bit on your nose because the arches on the top, not that far. Oh God. The arches <laughs> on the top, they, they, they cover your eyebrows. So when we look at you, you have no eyebrows. Yeah. They look like, it's like weird. The glasses look like they were first of all they look like joke glasses they do right guys i'm right here yeah they uh, do you, you say it louder it looks it, <laughs> so they I, look they look like joke glasses they yes. also look like they're made i'm pretty sure i said this the last time yeah they look like they were made with black licorice yes <laughs> it, it looks like if you took them off the nose and the beard would come with them like that's how much of a joke they are yeah right Everywhere I go, compliments. No, nobody compliments you. Nobody. What was the last compliment you got? Yeah. Okay, so I was at... Oh, okay, so I did like some photo thing for, for Pride, okay? Yeah. And I was sitting there waiting for my turn and people were coming, people were coming up to me to go... How many people? Three people. Three people mm -hmm. came up to you. They're yeah. like, oh my God, those are so nice. And I'm like, I just got them. They're like, oh my God, those are so nice. I can tell you. Maury, does this sound familiar? Nice glasses. Because <laughs> <Who's like> that? <laughs> that's not a compliment. Yeah. Three people <laughs> slaughtered. Nice glasses. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. A passenger allegedly urinated on a fellow passenger during a recent American Airlines flight was promptly arrested. Not for the arrest, Wait, by the what? way. Oh, why are you clapping? I'm I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, we I hate flying to too. I hate uh, flying. I get it. This was a flight between New York and New Delhi. Oh, this just my happened God. on Sunday. Yeah. It says here, while further details about the incident are unclear, the mm. passenger who unzipped their pants was apparently not. Under the influence. Oh, interesting. And was arrested upon arrival to New Delhi. So why? I just said. Further details about the incident yeah. are unclear. Somebody sent me this story going, obviously they didn't have the hand towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> the raw special. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, before we continue. Yeah. According to TMZ, yeah. there have been at least two other occasions, occurrences, sorry, of passengers urinating on fellow travelers during flights from New York to New Delhi. Is that a thing? Like, is that, I don't know, is that like a cultural thing? Like, when you're really pissed off at somebody, you squirt them with a little bit of piss? I don't know. Like, I don't like, I don't like, think is it I a could thing? Ever, I could never be like a little angry, angry Just, enough God, to how, pee on somebody else. How angry would you? Okay, first of all, we don't know if it's anger, right? But I'm, I'm still struggling. It has how, to be. Like, how desperate would you have to be to a pee, right? Let's not, let's not say it's malicious in any way. Like, right? was a person not getting up from their seat to allow maybe the peer to get up? Maybe long let's flight. See. How long is that flight? Let's see. Sounds um, long to me. New. new York to New Delhi. Also, that sounds like a great verse. Somebody has to have done that before. 14 hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, baby. Like, and that's people, people sleeping, they won't yeah. get up, right? Like, maybe you're, you're a little, like, you're, you get angry and tempers are running high and it's, you're at hour 12 and you only got a little bit left to go and you're but, 
going crazy. Like, I don't but know. This is now three, three reports total. But is that a of thing? Of this flight from New York to New Delhi where passengers are peeing on other passengers. I don't even know what to Google to find out if this is a, like a cultural thing where you just squirt a little bit of pee at somebody you're upset with. Well, I mean, how do you know it's a little bit and they didn't empty out their entire water? I don't know. I mean, I think I, th- I don't think because you once need you to start. Yeah. You can't put a cork in it. Well, no, but you could just you know, aim it differently. Right. Like, you know, right. Like me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like how far how, or sorry, how long into the flight did that happen? I don't know. Right. Well, don't are we know. talking like hour number three or are we talking hour number 13? I can't believe I'm Googling I, 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 this. Right I mean, now. like, look, there are people who are into some things. No, right? not like no. this. Though. This isn't a kink. Well, no. Hold on. I'm very curious. Ross, kid. what are you Googling? Uh, Give me words specific. Okay, I don't, okay. I'm trying to be very specific yeah, so I don't go. wind up in the dark web. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, tell me, tell me. What'd you say? Peeing on someone out of anger, New Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, oh, you know what? It autocorrected too. What? I ain't clicking it. Peeking on someone out of anger, New Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> don't click. Don't I'm click not that. clicking no, that. Don't fall. Don't fall for it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's another um, AI song that just came out. Ooh, who's in it? I think it's from the same guy who did the Drake Weekend one. Is it? It is, it is more for sure, for sure. Because, 1, yeah, it is, eh? What's his name? Ghostwriter, Ghostface? Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, okay. so... Um, what's the song? So, a, so what's been happening, and I've watched a lot of videos about this AI stuff, and what's happening is that people are training AI, and they've been doing it for a while now, and the first one that they perfected was Drake. And that's why you heard that Drake song. And then the guys in the videos that I was watching, they're like, it's going to, the floodgates are going to open because right now there are people who are training AI for every major artists in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. And so when you hear these AI versions, basically everyone's using the same AI version. It's not like there's a million different versions of, of Drake out there. There's one mm-hmm. and everybody's using that sort of one, right? Like the, the, the one that is closest to perfect. Okay. And so this is a track that was put together, um, AI, and it's Bad Bunny mm-hmm. and Rihanna. Oh, Great combo. Right? Like, wouldn't you like to hear this? This is amazing. So far so good. And it's not even really bad money. Listen. You just wait. Kind of scary. Bro. Oh my God. Wow, that this is scary, guys. That goes number one if it drops in real life, yeah. instantly. Oh, yeah. absolutely! That's a summer anthem right there. Yeah. 
That's a hot record. But the, but the problem with all of this is that the people who are creating AI, like these songs, like these songs are only going to be as good as the songwriting skills of the people who create them, right? Like that's the that's the thing, is that you don't have like you can have the voice, but you have to have the songwriting talent. You could still use Chat GPT to write it. No, but you have to do no. a beat. Like you have to make a song, right? Like you have to create a song because these guys, and as we saw in that other video where we were playing it, it's not like you just put in lyrics, type them out, and then yeah. say, Rihanna, enter. Like, you have to actually sing the song, and then you replace a human voice with the AI voice. I wonder if this is going to be the future of songwriting for artists, where you have somebody like Ryan Tedder, for example, from One, uh, Republic. One Republic, or Neo, right? Yeah. Both brilliant songwriters have worked and written number one hits for Beyonce. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If they were to use this program, what happens is they'll write the song, they may sing the reference track for it, send it off to Beyonce. Here's how the song is going to sound mm -hmm. just with your voice, mm -hmm. right? Except it's Ryan Tedder's voice or it's Neo's voice. So she, Beyonce knows where to put inflection on certain words and how cadence works and whatever, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So now what's stopping Ryan Tedder or Neo from using an AI program for the reference track to actually have Beyonce's voice, send that to Beyonce, and then have Beyonce re-sing it in the way AI Beyonce did, and then release the song. What's stopping them? Nothing. Whether no, they whether they would or I'm, not, I'm I don't know. If that's where it's going to go, is if that's it where technology is going to go. It it may it may, but um, but you you have to wonder. Like right now, like the 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 main problem with all of these is like when that Drake and the Weekend one was released. It, mm. it you know it got pulled and it was scandalous and all this stuff. But what if he had called it like Fake and the Weekday, where he didn't call it Drake and the Weekend? Yeah. You know, to, no, <laughs> seriously, really, right? Like, like sh sure, but I think I think that goes more to 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 the to the image and likeness of the song rather than the name. But the publicity, right? but the publicity rights are like then then you're saying that somebody can't who's a like you can't earn a living singing being an Elvis impersonator, right? That's tough. It's messy. It's going like it's, to get it's, messy. It's going to get messy, yeah. right? Like it's the 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 because the incredible. problem with all of these is that they're using the artist names. Like that's a huge problem with all of this. So this is uh, AI Bad Bunny and Rihanna. It's a great song, man. <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't believe this is it. Like the world that we're living in. Yeah. Like it's a fire track, right? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's really good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was on Kimmel last night, mm -hmm. and you know that Roadhouse movie that they're making that yeah. Gyllenhaal's in. <clears throat> if you remember uh, last month at a UFC event, those photos and video of Gyllenhaal doing the uh, the weigh-in and then and entering the octagon. All that footage was being filmed for the movie. Yeah. So he gets asked about all of that on Kimmel last night. 
Yeah, no, that's How long no. did it did you have to stay in shape for that movie? Well, we were supposed to go to the the the, the UFC fight before, right? The UFC was amazing, but you know, they they've never let anybody do anything like that before cuz you know Nobody ever shot anything live in front of their crowd before? No, not in that way. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not there's no fiction when you're fighting a UFC fight, you know, and to right. to bring a let let you know, a movie crew come in, you know, it was a serious business. So I was supposed to go and do it in November, and then I got COVID the day before, and I was in shape and ready to go. And then, wait, then they're like, "Oh, well, the next one's in March," and I was like, "Oh." F- <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then no I just, ravioli till March. <laughs> yeah, there was no, there was not a lot of that stuff. No, so yeah, so then then we did it in March. But then when we were, you know, we were there, we were just, I was just waiting because we were shooting in between the actual fights. So there's the pay-per-view fights and the undercards. And in between, we were told we'd have like a certain amount of time in between those fights, but we didn't know how much. We didn't know if the fight would, the fights would go on all the way or, right. or what happened. Yeah. And we ended up having like about 15, 20 minutes to shoot. And we actually choreographed the fight to, to fight in the, in, in the octagon. But I remember waiting and just like, they'd be like, we, we think you're going to be ready to go on. And then we just do like a hundred push-ups. And then they'd be like, I'm not ready yet. Oh. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nightmare. The worst. So you get ripped for November. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Like, it looked, Jake Gyllenhaal was so ripped. Like, if you see those pictures of him, the best he's ever looked. It looked like somebody put a hose in his back and sucked out every bit of moisture from his body. Yeah. He looked great. It's crazy. I think he looked, he looked sick. Like, he didn't look... Like, to me, that doesn't look great. To me, oh, I'm like... I was like, yo, this guy is ready. Yeah, no, to me, you look like you are the most unhealthy-looking healthy person when somebody's that unhealthy, ripped. Unhealthy, healthy person. Yeah, yeah. Like, you look like you're doing... Like, you look like you're sacrificing your health to look that good. And what's right? wrong with that? <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. damn. He looked great. Whatever no, he that. looked... But he was in incredible shape. And to, and because he looked like those fighters, right? And those fighters, when they go to those weigh-ins, like, they do exactly what he... Like, you have this training camp where it leads up to that. And it's yeah. not long. Like... People always train, but to get into looking like that, it's like, you know, weeks, days kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's so to be, to, be, calculated to be ready to in, in November and then have them tell you it's oh, March. Yeah. So <laughs> because you got COVID like days and, before. And bro, you got, and, and, and poor Jake had to go through Thanksgiving and Christmas. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, when I play this sound for you, Roz, I assume oh, it not means... not another one of these. No, no, just oh, listen to this, okay? okay. <laughs> when I play this for you, it will mean nothing to you, okay. I assume. You don't know what that is, right? No. Is it... Because your daughter is 13 now. Yeah. My son Cruz is uh, almost six. Right. So hearing this in our house when he was younger was like a constant. Is that a bee? Cocomelon! Is it Cocomelon? Cocomelon, yeah. It's the intro before this YouTube channel slash now on Netflix, this show, it's a kid's show, Mm -hmm. uh, that features like nursery rhymes and kid's songs and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, Huge. Like, I'm talking billion... It was like the first video, one of the first in 2020, to achieve over a billion views on their YouTube channel. Crazy. 
right? And, and if you don't thing, have a kid, you would never know. You have no idea. Yeah. Uh, as of 2021, it became the most viewed YouTube channel in the U.S. Really? And they have just simple, you know, nursery rhymes. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. Right? And they got the animation to go with it and everything. So let me tell you how big Coco Melon is. So YouTube, billions of views, millions of subscribers. Obviously, right? people use this as a babysitter. 100%. Okay. Um, all the episodes and seasons are on Netflix, and the view count on Netflix is just astronomical. Yeah. When you go to, like, the kids section of Netflix, Coco Melon is always constantly trending top 10. Really? Always. So now they're capitalizing on Coco Melon because they're developing a movie now. <laughs> and guess who they've teamed up with for this movie? Who? Friggin' DreamWorks. Really? Yeah. DreamWorks as in DreamWorks behind like the Shrek franchise? Yeah. So DreamWorks is developing a Coco Melon movie. This is like when some TikTok influencer blows up and then gets like a movie deal. You know what yeah, I mean? But yeah. only it's Coco Melon, right? Totally. It's like people catch on to what's happening. Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised that this didn't take off like earlier. Yeah. Because this was, man, we were a Coco Melon family. Really? Huh? How uh, old is Coco Melon? Like how long has this been around for? Relatively so, new or? No. So they actually took over from another like kids account, kids company yeah. that had been around since 2006. Right. And then it really took off in like 2018. Now, is it just songs or is it character yeah. based? Like They're are all, there characters? So it's, the same, or? it's the same characters, the same family, I guess. Yeah. So like the Wiggles, right? Kind of thing? Uh, no, they're animated. It's all animated, and it's the same family, and they just do um, different nursery rhymes. They have different songs, original songs as well. For example, the vegetable song, which was on heavy rotation in our house when my kid was small. Peas, peas, time for me to eat your peas. Yes, 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 I want to eat my peas. Good. Come on now. These are good for you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like them. Ooh. Great. So this is this is one of those grooming channels, right? Oh yeah. No. People should be able to decide at an appropriate age whether they like peas or not. You should not, <laughs> you should not be grooming children into peas. You know what I mean? So listen. It's not cool. If, if Coco Melon <laughs> is on heavy rotation in your home. Just know that there is uh, a Coco Melon movie now that's going to be wow. invading your life. Uh, in partnership with DreamWorks, the same company behind the Shrek franchise, Kung Fu Panda. All the best so, things. Coco Melon movie coming soon. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What an incredible, yes. incredible yes. game. Yes, yes.
Like it was 4-1 for Tampa going into the third. It was 4-1 for Tampa with 10 minutes left in the game. Yes, with 10 minutes left <sighs> in the game. Incredible. Um, game five, by the way. I know we got two days off. Thursday at home. You can watch that if you're not down at Maple Leaf Square uh, at 7 o'clock on Sportsnet. And if you can't watch it, the Dammits will send you voicemails. <laughs> I don't know why I get your voicemails. Because <laughs> I voice won't notes. check them. I refuse to check them. Somehow they made it to my phone. Like I didn't have enough stress in my life last night watching this game. Uh, Dammit Maury and Dammit Matthew watching the game. Big Leaf fans, by the way. Yes. As we know, as we've heard it for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, covering the entire game last night. This was meant for you, Roz. But again, yeah. get sent oh, to I my know. phone. Hey, Roz, not sure if you're watching the game tonight, but Matthew and I wanted to send Hi, voice notes. Yes, game four, baby. What, mm-hmm. what, four on the floor. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, black guy, is that from the fights? Honestly. Yeah. Austin Matthews, another guy. I, Shem, I, bloody eye. He said black eye. Yes, yes. <laughs> he said black yes. eye. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, wait, what? Oh, black guy, is that from the fights? Honestly. Yeah. Black eye show. Austin Matthews, another guy with bloody nose. Oh my lord. And the game hasn't even started. No, this is all their friggin' injuries from the last three I'm about to say three years. Three games. That's what men look like. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it starts. And Roz and Matthew, you know what they say? The team that gets the first goal, that's the most important. Is it? Isn't it the last goal? <laughs> yeah, but what also the first. Tied and we needed one more goal. That last goal is pretty important. I know, but first is important too. Mm-hmm. So it's... Oh, my God. You guys, like, I swear to God. Aren't you happy that you did not check your voice notes last night? Well, no, but my phone was going crazy. But because Maury and Matthew sent me these the other night when I couldn't actually watch the game and they thought they'd be nice, I still mm. didn't check them. But I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching the game. I don't need them to send me stuff. Because it'll stress you out even more. Way more. No! I can't believe this. Roz, it is 1-0 Tampa Bay. Bottom of the first. We have about 10 (laughs) seconds. No, 10 minutes left. Three shots fired. How did that go in? That's okay. We've got... How many more periods? Two and a half? (laughs) (laughs) Three shots fired. Okay, Roz, under two minutes left in the first. Oh, my God. It's 2 nothing, Roz, Tampa Bay, or Thunder Bay, whatever the hell they're called. No, Tampa Bay, yeah. <laughs> Can I hear your best goal horn? <laughs> Did you hear the commentator? <laughs> Apparently, he was deep in the zone. Was he? <laughs> I know that feeling. I've been deep in the zone, too. <laughs> <laughs> was Dan Matthew in the drinks last night, or what? <laughs> Lies. Yeah. <laughs> this is damn. It's watching the Leaf game last night. Oh, oh my God! What's you happening? No, a fight. It's a fight. A fight on another the net? fight on the net. Wait, I can't tell who's who now. Oh my God! Oh, the blades. The blades are getting stuck. What happened? Like I saw a whole bunch of men. That guy's really red. Is he like hot? <laughs> <laughs> or is he sweating? Like what's going on? Oh. Okay, lots of people in the net fighting on top of each other. There's like a pile of men. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that I've watched s- 
sports my entire life, right? Yeah. In any situation, I'm like, oh my God, there's players everywhere, like all this stuff. I've never once been like, oh my God, the men. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never referred to players as men. <laughs> it's, it's piles of it's men. Piles of men. They, no. Oh my God, another score from Tampa Them. Bay. Them. Honestly, I think our boys are tired. Like, this has just been a lot. They need, like... A longer break between games. Like, yes, a week. their muscles. I just think they're tired. <laughs> I constantly see, like, all these sticks everywhere. Like, use your stick for the puck only and stop using it to trip people. There's just... Everyone's, like, all over the place. <laughs> they're concerned with the wrong thing. Boys, boys. <laughs> Fellas, come on. And, uh, and then we get to the part of the Leaf game last night where the Leafs are just going in, scoring goal after goal after goal. So the attitude and the feeling in the condo of the damage changes completely. I mean, at this point, we need the third period, and I don't even know if we can make up four goals. Three to tie it, four to win it. <gasps> Scores! Uh... Yeah, okay, here we go, boys in blue. Yeah, 4-2 now. Okay, two more goals now. Bro! 91. Scores again! Oh Austin my God. Matthews Give back him to back. 4-3, we are coming. You know what, Roz? This is what we call a rebound. Okay, well, you know what? Number 34, give him a medal. <laughs> a medal? Stop. We tied. Stop. Stop it right there. We tied it? Oh my... Okay, we deserve to win the Stanley Cup right now. Shut up, Look Matthew. at us go. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we get to overtime. The damn it's watching the Leaf game last night. Matthew, come here. You're doing dishes. We just scored. Are you serious? We won the game. We won the game. 5-4. In overtime. Maury, we're like... We're pretty amazing. Like this is. We came back from three nothing. I know, but this game started in the third period. Started and ended in the third period, and overtime, obviously. Three one, series lead. Wow, good. F- you, Tampa. Wow. <laughs> Man, should we hug because we won? Yeah. Maury, why do you do this to me? <laughs> God, that's so good. Game five goes so down good. in Toronto so Thursday good. night. You can watch it on Sportsnet. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, to this day, we still get questions as to whether or not Shem, executive producer of the Roz and Mocha Show, mm. is the guy singing the Burger King Whopper song. We settled this already. Because we... Maury found the guy. Keep hearing and seeing the commercial on television a yeah. lot right whopper 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 junior double triple whopper flame grill taste with perfect toppers I so just for confirmation that is not shem and yes no Roz, you brought up a great point we already talked to the guy that sings that song and we introduced shem to him david his, Moore tracked him down his name was crown his name is crown which is amazing that the Burger King guy's name is Crown. <laughs> so that song, that Burger King song, has to like even still been going bonkers, right? Yeah. Somebody remixed that song, the Burger King Whopper Did song. Did they? With a classic Daft Punk track. And shout out to my boy Damien, who's the one that heard us talking about it on the podcast and introduced me to the Daft Punk 
Burger King Whopper song oh, remix. Oh, okay. I'm here for this. So if you guys, how many of you, I don't know if how many of you remember the uh, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger song from Daft Punk. Make it, make it, do it, make sense. Okay. Uh, Kanye West at one point sampled this song for his song Stronger. Oh, yeah, that's where I know this from. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't sound like the way I remember it. Maybe it's because I'm only remembering the Kanye version. Correct. Gotcha. Okay, so yes. now the Burger King Daft Punk remix of the Whopper Whopper commercial sounds like this. And again, this is not Shem. No. Okay. Yeah. Whopper, 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 Junior, Double, Triple, Whopper, Flame your taste with perfect toppers. I do this day. Whopper, 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 Whopper. <laughs> 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 that actually does sound a little bit like Sham in the remix. <laughs> it does. And again, it's not Sham. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is really good. It started off weak, but this is really good. Wow. So that was Shem in a wow. remix of yes, Daft Punk. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly who that is. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's this again? Come on. Don't nobody say anything. Nobody say anything. Come on. Whatever happened to you? Come on, dude. You know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I just get all these shows confused. It is. Come on, dude. I'm working on it, man. Full house. Yes. Is it? Yes. yes. Thank you. Good one. Thank you. There we go. Man, you don't get song intros like this for TV oh, shows. Oh, no. These were the best, man. Right? A minute 24, no, this intro. I know. These were the best. Now, shows just start, right? Yeah, there's no, there's no intros at all. Uh, and John, if there are, I skip them. <laughs> uh, Uncle Jesse, John Stamos Was on a podcast recently Called Good Guys mm -hmm. And told a story 
on how he got the Olsen twins fired what? from the show at one point. Listen to this. You get the Olsen twins fired? I did it. I didn't try. I didn't. You got them well, fired? Okay, we're doing the scene. Joey and I were changing the baby, right? Mm-hmm. We, and Danny's gone. And so, so take care of the kids. Yeah, we got it. We got it. You know. So we're carrying the baby downstairs. And we take her in the kitchen and we hosed her down. And she was great. Both of them. They wanted to be anywhere else but there. And so did I. Because they like, were 11 months old. They were 11 months old, and God we bless were, them. And they kept switching this one. This one's not going to cry. This one's not going to cry. Almost could, like kids shouldn't act. Yeah. I, I couldn't deal with it. And I said, this is not going to work. And so they got rid of them. They bring on these two redheaded kids. I'm sure their parents loved them and thought they were attractive. Redheads are really hit or miss. Either they're so, so stunning hot. or yeah. you need to keep them in your closet. Did the Olsen's know that they were fired? They do now. Or was it just like, hey, you guys get a week off. It was only we a few days. And I said, bring the Olsen's back. These kids are, are terrible. Wow. Okay, so the, he fired the babies. Yeah. Then they brought in new babies. Yes. Then he didn't like the new babies. Yes. So he said, get me them old babies. Yeah. Right? You want to know which episode this was for when they were filming? Yeah. When he got the Olsen twins fired? Yeah. Uh, episode number one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. For real? Oh, it was damn. the first episode. <laughs> the pilot? Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, John Stamos had, like, he had clout back then, huh? Yeah. Wow. Man, you, you know you're a call. Well, you can fire two babies? Yeah. <laughs> right? From a show? Like, you're running things. Yeah. You're a running show things. That hadn't taken off at all. Like, do you, do you see the new babies on the episode? No, they would have filmed, tried filming, and then realized these new babies aren't it. Bring back them old babies. I think that when you're at work, right? When you're at work and you're a person who can say, fire the babies, and then people still continue to work with you, like you're the man. <laughs> you know? Must have been there. Like you are the man. When you can fire babies, mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. But then, right? what about the flex of bringing them babies back? I know. And then he, he was like, fire these babies, too. <laughs> right? He spent babies. his week firing babies. It how became a not, sex symbol. How did he not get the the label in Hollywood as the, the baby firer? Women love him. He fired four babies. <laughs> <laughs> right? How does that work? <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Julia, hello. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. It's been uh, seven months since we've had you on the show. Mm-hmm. Julia, let's just sort of go through and remind people what brought you to Razamoka's Fix My Life in the first place. You wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, I'm 27 and I've been in a relationship from the ages of 13 to 21 and then 21 to 27. How the hell do I navigate this? How do I learn to love myself and be okay with being alone? And how do I get past this depression of feeling lonely and worthless? Because you had just ended that relationship where it had ended. I want to be with my ex, but he's, quote, not looking to jump back into a relationship and he was my best friend and now my entire body hurts and I don't know what to do with myself. And part of our original conversation, Julia, back then, back in September when we had you on Fix My Life, uh, was trying to let you know that you got to be comfortable with being on your own, being in your own skin and learning how to be single again and finding that individual identity again of just being julia the person as opposed to julia the person who's also constantly in a relationship yes 
So what happened? Did you take our advice or what's your life looking um, like now, seven months later? <laughs> so after we, uh, after I had talked with, with you guys, I, I went back into therapy mm-hmm. and I started to just kind of figure out, like you said, who is Julia outside of relationships? Because I do have more to offer than being a good partner to somebody. Um, and I started spending more time with my, uh, with my sister, spending more time with my friends. And I realized I needed, you know, more of a distraction instead of just staring at my phone all the time, waiting for him to respond to a text or something. So I forgot that Bumble BFF exists. So I went on Bumble BFF and I met a girl that has the same name as me. We live in the same town. We go to the same school, but we didn't know. We're both, like, our families are both, you know, from the same background. We're both, we're both the same horoscope sign, all this stuff. And now she's one of my closest friends. Um, and then I forgot how fun, you know, swiping is. So <laughs> I, did, I did go on the, the Bumble date um, part of the app for a little while. Um, but I met a lot of people and I reminded myself that I'm not doing this to find the one I'm doing this to meet new people, meet new experiences, find out what I really do like in people, what I don't, but mostly what I like in myself and, and not in myself, because for me, self-awareness is a really, really, really big thing that I continue to practice. And, um, so I met a few people. I went on, I went on a bunch of dates and then, um, there was this one guy that I just couldn't shake, but I didn't want to be someone who continues to fall really fast and all that kind of stuff. So I continued going on other dates, but I still could shake that guy. Wait, wait, pause for one second, Julia. When you say you couldn't shake him, like he was constantly reaching out to you or you couldn't like stop thinking about him and just constantly wanted to, to see him and be with him? Uh, the second one. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. So you getting, and you were getting pretty caught up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was getting really, really caught up and I didn't want to though because I kept reminding myself, this isn't what that's for, but mm-hmm. I am a person that loves love and I do catch feelings really fast. And, but I was very clear with myself and him. I said, I'm not looking for somebody to complete me. I'm not looking for a new best friend. I'm looking for someone who complements my life. That way, if anything ever happens, because I know one day this relationship will end. I don't know how, I don't know when, but it will. And I have to be okay with that. I, don't, I, I can't feel like a part of me is missing. So that's why I don't need anyone to complete me. I'm a whole individual going into this with another whole individual. Mm-hmm. And we've been together ever since. Wow. So you know, though, that this relationship is going to end like you (laughs) because you that's what you said. I'm trying to understand, like, are you in this relationship because you're used to being in a relationship and you don't want to see this through to see what happens? Or is this just like a is this a temporary hold? Uh, That's a good question. I I want to to see where this relationship goes, but I just don't want to psych myself up anymore because Mm -hmm. In the past relationships I was in, I was like, oh, my God, this is forever. This is my best friend. This is my partner. This is my missing piece. And then when we broke up, like, my whole world 
was broken. And so now I just want to go into it being realistic. Like, you know, it might end if one of us dies. I don't know. It might, it might end like when we're really old, but just it's going to end like everything does. So but. just just don't put yourself in a position before we let you go, because you sound like you got it all figured out. I don't even know what Bumble BFF is, but it sounds great. Yeah. Uh, um, so the, why you want to join? No, I listen. I don't need any more BFFs. I got, <laughs> I got, I, I got two. I'm maxed out. Okay. Anybody who says any more than two friends is a liar. It's all you need. Two friends. That is wow. it. Uh, I think that you just the one thing you just got to watch out for is that you went into you just you got out of a relationship that devastated you and it and it hurt a whole lot and you didn't know what to do with yourself and it took you a long time to recover. You just have to make sure that you're not going into another relationship knowing that it's going to end but being so standoffish that you turn this ending of a relationship into one that doesn't hurt as much you know what i mean almost almost like a redo of what you went through before to sort of prove to yourself that you can get through the end of a relationship because that's not fair to the guy either yeah no 100 percent, and that's why i'm working with my therapist while like i'm navigating all of this yeah um because i i don't want to go through all of that again. I want to actually enjoy, you know, love that I'm receiving and that I feel like I deserve. Hey, are people sketchy on Bumble BFF? Like they're, they say that they're there to be a BFF, but really they're there for, you know, to freak. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's what I figured. All right, Julia, you're happy though, right? You sound happy. I am. I yeah. am. Okay, All right, good. good. All right. There Amazing. We go. Look at that. Beautiful. Great update. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Love you, Julia. Thank you so much for joining Thank us once guys. again on uh, Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Thanks. Take care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Well, gang, Don Lemon has been offered a job. No. Hey, man, that's quick turnaround. Jeez. Awesome. After it was announced on Monday... That he was no longer with CNN. Yeah. This is how they started off the show yesterday. Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins. We're so glad you're with us. And we do begin, though, with news about this show. As you may have heard yesterday, CNN parted ways with anchor Don Lemon. In a statement, CNN CEO Chris Licht thanked Don for his contributions over the past 17 years, writing in part, Don will forever be a part of the CNN family. We wish him well and we'll be cheering him on in his future endeavors. Absolutely. Of course, Don was a big part of this show over the last six months. He was one of the first anchors on CNN to have me on his show. That's something I'll obviously never forget. I agree with Chris. We wish him the best. Yeah, we certainly do. Don was one of my first friends here at CNN. I'm so thankful Mm -hmm. to have worked alongside him and for his support Mm -hmm. for nearly 15 years here, and I wish him all good things ahead. Caitlin and I are really proud of this show. We are so proud of the dedicated team that works around the clock to bring you the news every morning. And our priority is you, the viewer. We're grateful you welcome us into your home each morning. So that's Poppy mm. Harlow and Caitlin Collins. They don't, they, they don't believe a word. I don't believe a word they're oh, saying. no. He's <laughs> trying to come off as nice. So the job offers have been coming in. They did a dance when he left, man. Yeah. And uh, Don Lemon got this one via social media Oh, yesterday. It's the biggest boss in the game, Ricky Rose. Rick Ross. Oh. Okay. Just found out Don Lemon was terminated from CNN. Damn, Don. <laughs> but guess what? The brothers got your back. We hiring in at Wingstop. And for some reason, I believe you know what you're doing with them lemon pepper wings. So, man, just send over your resume. Well, for 17 years. Damn. But I'm going to make sure I get you in front of the right grill, brother. So if you don't know, Rick Ross owns a franchise, Wingstop, 
all throughout Damn. Florida and offered Don Lemon Damn. a job, said, you know what you, you look like, you know what you're doing with those uh, lemon Damn. wings. Damn. We'll get you in front of the right grill. Damn. That's like, I mean, <laughs> you know, thanks for reaching out. Yeah. But. It, but it doesn't stop yeah. there. Oh, no. Rick Ross has yet another idea oh, for Don okay. Lemon, who was fired from CNN. On Monday. Okay. Just came up with a wonderful idea. Well, really, Don, you helped me come up with this, but I need to hit the team over at Rapstar Energy Drink and let them know. Rapstar Energy Drink. Okay. Which is another one of the business ventures that Rick Ross invests in. We should introduce the Don Lemon flavor. Oh, my God. What y'all think? What y'all think? Hey, Don, I'm a busted. Hey, we got you, brother. <laughs> so Rick Ross is offering Don Lemon, who was at CNN for 17 years, yeah, man. a job in front of the right grill yeah. at Wingstop. Yeah. Being, then, being, being at somewhere for 17 years looks good on a resume, sure right? You know? It puts That's, you at the top of the list. Bro, you sure are does. you are Wingstop material, Reliable. having done having done 17 years at, uh, if, at CNN. If that's not good enough or isn't of any interest, Don Lemon, Options. then... Uh, rap star energy drink. Oh. They want to start up a Don yeah. Lemon flavor. The Don and he, Lemon. And he doesn't even have to work. He just has to say yeah, yes. That's it. Yeah. Easy gig. Watch, watch the money roll in. We got you. I love Rick Ross. It's like, don't worry. We got you. <laughs> we got you, brother. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A friend of the show, Kevin Alves. Oh, yeah. Who plays uh, teenage Travis on Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. He's in town. And uh, great, gave the Razamoka show some time. Kevin Alves, big fan of the Razamoka show. So we appreciate from here. Kevin Alves and his support over the years. Uh, season two, by the way, on Crave. And I know one of the big things for you, Roz, mm-hmm. watching Yellow Jackets is that there's not enough cannibalism. Well, there wasn't. That whole first season, they just teased it. Even though they it and then, promoted and cannibalism. Then nobody ate anyone, and I was, like, real upset. But, like, this season, yeah, there was a feast. Um, so the only thing that David Morey and Kevin Alves talked about, yes, all these questions that you're going to hear answered, yes, are all surrounding cannibalism. Oh, good. David Morey and Kevin be. Alves. <laughs> from Yellow Jackets. Kevin, it is so good to see you. I know, first of all, that you're a huge fan of the Razamoka show. So huge. Huge. Who's, up. who's more excited about this moment, me or you? It's me. It's me for sure. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I won't argue with that. It's or, like the nostalgia, right? Yeah. Like when oh, you're growing damn, up Marty, and doing something old. and listening <laughs> to it for so long. That's <laughs> like, you know, Yellow Jackets is amazing, but it's been out for like two years. I've yeah, listened to Razamoka for oh, 10 years. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. So then let's start with this. Okay, if you were stranded with Razamoka oh, no. and had to eat one of them, who are you eating first? Who do you think he's going to say, Rock? Ooh, that's, you think? this is like the most hardcore version of asking uh-huh. who's your favorite. Yeah. Right? <laughs> who would you eat? Okay. <laughs> because realistically, it's not who would he eat, it's who would we eat. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. As a fan of the show, he's sharing. So if he says me, you both are having me. <laughs> I think he's Let's gonna. See. I think he's gonna say me because I think that I would probably annoy him the quickest on an island. <laughs> Kevin Alves from Yellow Jackets. I'm eating. I'm eating Roz yeah. because I think Mocha would get so much pleasure in watching <laughs> Roz. <get eaten>. <laughs> <laughs> so it has nothing to do with the Roz meat. No, it's not even the meat. Roz it's meat. just for the pure pleasure and entertainment. 
Damn. So he's not wrong, right? He's not wrong. This is Dan Mori talking to Kevin Alves from uh, Yellow Jacket, season two, by the way, on Crave. What direction do they give you just before you're about to eat somebody? Like, how do you prep on set to act? Like you're actually eating a person. Okay, you don't, you can't prep at all because honestly you get there and everything changes. So you just have to like show up. But I specifically remember Ben, our director, we'd be in the middle of a take and we'd be like going at it like animalistic. And all you'd hear is, go for the shoulder. Go for the shoulder. Okay, someone get in there, grab the face, take a bite out of their face. And that's, that's the direction we're getting during that like intense scene. Are they ever yelling like, it's not believable enough? <laughs> not Make me quite. believe you're no. eating the shoulder. No, it's more like, it's more like, it's more like, okay. It's got to be more animalistic. Now, now we want animalistic. Do you have to take grunt? a big bite? Oh yeah, you're like, <laughs> like it's it's nuts. It's, it's the craziest, what? weirdest experience ever. What was it that they were actually eating? Oh, hold on here. What was it like? That's like because it, so was it an actual thing that you could eat, well, or was it just like he tells or? me? But I tried to figure out what it. Which tastes. one is it? Which one? Number is five. That? Number five. Oh, this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I need to know what the fake bodies taste like. So uh, I'm a snack guy. So I brought a no. bunch of snacks here for us today to try. So I'm hoping that you can relate to me what the bodies taste like in okay. snack form. I'm ready. Okay. So what do we go with first? You're going to tell me. Honestly, let's go with the real cheddar cheesies first. Let's just, the cheesies? Yeah, let's give, it, let's give it a go. You know, I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay. You know, it's got like, it looks like almost like a finger. Okay. <laughs> I just sit here and listen to you guys snack. Is this close to the fake body cheesies? Mm, it's too um, crunchy. Okay, okay. what's um, next? I say we go, let's go here. Baby bell cheese? Yeah, baby bell cheese here. It's like almost a little too soft. So that's too soft you of a body. You know what I mean? Like it's almost too soft of a body. Like this body's been resonating too, re- resonating too long. Okay. You know? Okay, we have three things okay. left. We have I Twizzlers, Kit Kat, and wine gum. Let's go wine gum. Oh, look it. So what's left is Twizzlers and wine gums. Yeah. Twizzlers and wine gummies. This is down to these two, I think. Okay. All right, okay, wine gums uh, first. Let's try. Oh, my God. Mm. oh yeah. interesting. There's some pull here. Yeah, there's some pull. So when you're eating a body, there's pull? Yeah, there's a little bit of, well, it's got the jackfruit, you know? Like, it's got a little, little okay. some sum to it. This is pretty darn close. Like do skin. we even bother trying the Twizzlers, or do you think the wine gums are the winner? Is the closest snack food to a fake body? I think I think the wine gums are going to be the closest by far because it's that it's this you know you get a little pull on it. Yeah, you can so stretch like, it out. You can make it the meat and yeah, all the veins and stuff. Okay, especially with the skin too. This okay, is so it. ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what the bodies taste like on Yellow Jackets, get yourself a package of wine gums. Oh, wine gummies! More. The question I asked was, he what said is right it? there, what jackfruit? Excuse me, sir. He said what it's made out of. He said right there, jackfruit. No, he's talking about the wine gum. It has a little. No, he says when it tastes as close to the jackfruit that it's made out of. All the body parts are made out of jackfruit. I thought he was talking about the flavor of the wine gum. No, jackfruit. That's what he said to me. Uh, Is there anybody else on your list more that you would like to have a picnic with during the show? (laughs) <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> also, also, like you had to give the you only gave him things that stick in the teeth <laughs> during an interview. Hang you know, what I, mean? I have wine gums yeah. and Twizzlers and Baby Bell. Yeah, that man would need to <laughs> floss for days after. Uh, big up Kevin Alves from Yellow Jacket. Season two is on Crave right now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Angel, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great. Welcome to the show. Why are you uh, here with us? What's going on? Because my husband had his hate in his cloud about how easy it would be. It would be to live in Canada. Your husband had his head in the clouds. Uh, You wrote us this, Razamoka fixed my life. We are new immigrants who arrived a month before the pandemic and had to use all of our savings to get by while I came prepared to uh, work any job to provide. My husband was hopeful that everything would work out for him here, but it didn't. He feels helpless and hates his job, which is causing a strain on our marriage. He blames others, including me, and feels shame about our situation, making it hard for us to socialize. This has been going on for almost two years now, and I don't know how to help him. That's tough. What are the conversations that are happening at home right now? It's like going back, dropping everything and go back again. Yeah, and, back uh, where? I, Where's home for you before you moved to Canada? Uh, it's now Indonesia. So a lot of talk is about him wanting to go back or, or taking the family and moving back. Yeah, moving back and he's not comfortable here. He can't socialize. He's, he's upset with himself because yeah. he brought us here in the first place. And sometimes he blames himself. Sometimes he blames the whole world and everyone. Mm-hmm. And including me all the time. Like, what were the what were the reasons for leaving Indonesia and coming to Canada? It's for a better life, a better future for the kids, though for the for the girls that we have. Like there's restriction in the country that yeah. doesn't allow certain things to be done easily, and you know there's rights that women rights and all mm-hmm. that. So we wanted we've been there, and I know how hard is it for me myself to be where I am. So for them to have a better life, better future, we moved here. But then it seems like he's not. he had his own mindset that doesn't work here and he just feel that he's, he can't go nowhere. So, That's the thing. Okay, so question for you, right? How old are your, how old are your girls? They're four and six. Four and six. And you guys feel like you're drowning and he doesn't feel that he made a good choice and he's blaming no. everyone and and, 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 and all of the, and all of this stuff. But the only question that you guys should be asking yourselves is, is this a better life? Even the way it is, is it a better life for your daughters? And not today. I mean the future of your daughters. Okay. So you got to ask yourself that question. Okay. Because that's what parents do. What do you think? For me, I, I know they have a better life and I, I know the truth is I'm not drowning. I had a hard time, but then I built my career back again. Yeah. And I'm blessed to have what I've done all my all my life. And I'm doing the same thing here. It's just I have to set a pace and I have to go like one step at a time. It's just that he is a bit lost. He can't find a better career what he wants to do. And he's jumping. And I'm, I'm just, I want, to, I want to help him a lot. And I yeah. want to save the marriage. Angel, do you think that your husband's depressed? Yes, I know he's depressed, he's stressed, and I know he's very stressed because he doesn't socialize, he doesn't have friends. Whenever I invite him for a gathering, he doesn't follow us, he feels like everybody will be asking him what he's doing and he can't answer them and he doesn't feel happy about his job and he doesn't want to tell anyone, he feels ashamed. Yeah, has he, has he talked to someone? Has he talked to a professional? No. 
No. He doesn't want. The thing about him, he's hard-headed, he's high temper, and he doesn't like to ask help. And if anything comes to conclude, when I'm talking to him regarding discussion about go for consultation and anything, it has to be me. It's not him. I has to go. He says not him. So I will be going rather than him alone. Mm. Okay. So you you guys got to put yourselves aside here. Okay. You you landed uh, in a country that is going to be better for your girls, right? And, yeah. and you may be doing okay and he may be going through a lot of mental health stuff and I know he feels like the world is caving in on him and he's not getting a fair shot. He's blaming everybody. But you have to, your job right now is to convince him that this ain't about him. I told about that. I talked to him and he says that how am I going to be happy? If I'm not happy, how are you guys going to be happy? That's what the argument is always he's winning. He doesn't allow me to like explain what I feel and I couldn't tell him whenever I tell him that it's about the kids it's not about you and see how when am I going to be happy then when am I going to do what I want to do you are going to be happy because you know what it it may take years but he's going to be happy when he finally realizes that he made the right decision yeah it may it may not be it may not be soon but but to to look at your kids and say this is guaranteed it may not be a perfect life for them but it's going to be a better life. It's what is going to give them the best shot. You know what's going to give them the best shot? Me sticking around. Yeah. Like you have to go back and think about why you left. Like a decision to pick up your family from Indonesia and move them to a whole brand new country with like all of these. You have to understand that going back to that place is not going to help anything especially him yes that's what i told you what are you going to do we we sell everything our properties no you can't you're not you're not you're not going you're not going back and 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 and, you know i'm sure he's dealing with a lot right and and not wanting to talk about it not express feelings and not wanting to talk to you about it or show weakness or whatever his reasoning is for all of this uh that is very very normal and you're not in this sort of fight as individuals. I think that you just have to keep hammering home that whatever his problems are, are also your problems. And he doesn't have to go through anything alone and that what he's going through, you're going through together. And I think just keep hammering that point home. And then every time things get rough, you know, you look at the advantages that your daughters have here as opposed to what they would there. And that's got to be the thing that gets you through a crap day. That sounds good. At least I can talk to him. Does that help a little bit, Angel? Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. So much like outdoor stuff I got to do, and I just can't catch a weekend, man. Same. Can't catch a weekend. It's driving me crazy. Like, what? what's the point even? (laughs) (laughs) What's the point of life? Point of life? But like, you're right. It's killing me. My backyard is still a mess. It's killing me. Like, I still need to clean it up, mow the lawn. It's been growing this week. Yeah. Have you mowed yet this year? I haven't. You haven't? No, because the days, like, it rains. I've mowed twice already. It rains, and then the grass gets so heavy. (laughs) And then I gotta line, and the thing is, shoes get all green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I gotta line up the days that... I mow the lawn with when yard waste pickup is. 
Why? Because it's the worst when it's wet, heavy grass yeah. sitting in that bag yeah. and it stinks after a while. Right. And it gets moldy. Right. And so many times I've went to pick up one of the yard waste bags where the bottom oh, is a little bit soaked. falls out and then it's and all it, moldy, wet grass oh. and smells so bad. Yeah, it's the worst. Ooh. Yeah. It really is the worst. Yeah. You don't know, Maury. I, I was just thinking all I have to do is sweep the balcony. <laughs> you don't know, Sham. No, I was going to say, Maury and I are living life. Condo, condos. I know. You got no worries. Wait, no worries, you, you two. When you, Shem, were growing up. Sweep the balcony. Your folks... Did you guys always live in buildings? Yeah, we've like you know, always no. lived in a building. I lived always. in a house. More, you lived in a house, but Shem's never lived in a house. Never. Shem's only ever lived in buildings. Although it feels like I live in a house, I live on the, I live on the first floor my entire life. Right. Yeah. And I lived at the top of a hill where I had to mow the lawn with a string, like where the the lawnmower is attached to a string, so you'd have to lower it down and then lift it back up. In what Very decade? Dangerous. Safety third. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, no, it's uh, so the yard work is gonna have is, to wait. It's gonna have to wait. Is this the time of year for all the do- frozen dog poop? No, no, no. That's oh, that passed. happened. That's past yeah, already. Yeah, that's what, what, whatever's left is compost now. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. just it's just fertilizer. That's all no. you. Uh, that's all you get. <laughs> I know. But that's the thing. I want to put fertilizer out there and everything, but I don't want it to. Yeah, you're fine. I don't want it to get like washed away. Nah, you're okay. Because I bought some of the expensive stuff. What'd you buy? I don't like know. It was super like, expensive stuff. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't even a lot. Yeah, I'm like all, it, amount. Oh, you bought a lot. It cost a lot for yes. the amount that I got. So how much which, did you? How much did you get? I spent like eighty bucks on this one container. Yeah, and it's not nearly enough. I bought this yeah. premium yeah. fertilizer to test it out. Right. Okay. Because, but it's definitely not nearly enough to cover my entire backyard. Really? Uh huh. How many square feet you got in the backyard? A lot. Like what? Like a lot. Like what are we talking? Like 4,000 square feet, 5,000 square feet? Sure. Something like that? (laughs) Thousands? You all like my dollars. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Aaliyah. It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are you guys? Good, how are you? I'm good. Have we talked to you before on the show? Uh, I think so. Yeah. All right, why are you uh, reaching out again? Um, oh my gosh, where has my life gone? <laughs> this is gonna sound so dumb, but I feel like my youth is over. And I'm only turning 25 next month. Okay. <laughs> okay. You wrote us this. Raza, hang on, Aaliyah. You wrote us this. Raza Mocha fixed my life. I feel like my youth is ending and I'm only turning 25. I'm not close to marrying anyone or having kids and I'm not where I wanted to be in my career yet. Any advice for a midlife crisis? First of all. Midlife at 25? <laughs> you kid. I swear to God. The, <laughs> Here we go. You kids. You kids. Okay. Yeah. Midlife. Shut up, Maury. Um, you kids thinking that your life is half over at 25 drives me bananas. But I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't remember being 25 and feeling that way. Being 25 wasn't that long ago for me. But 
I don't like what is it that's happening in your life right now that makes you I know you said you're not close to marrying anyone, you know, kids not in the picture right now, not in your yeah. career. What else is going on in your life that's making you feel this way? Um, I just feel like I should have been working in my field. Like I just graduated uh, last October. Mm-hmm. And I know like not everyone is going to find a job right after they graduate. But I don't know. I feel like like while I was in university, everyone was already working but- in in fields. And I'm like... Am I doing something wrong? So so when you're looking at your life and you're seeing all the things that you sort of don't have, are, are you blaming it on concentrating too hard on one thing? Um, Probably. I don't even know. Like, I don't know. I just, it feels like 25 is 30 for me right now. And it's just like, <laughs> oh my crazy. God, girl. <laughs> it's, it's like that episode of Friends where Rachel was turning 30 and she was like listing everything that she should have done by then. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's just how I've been feeling. Hey, you Leah, do you get pressure uh, from your parents, like from your folks about this? Like, okay, now that you've graduated, it's time for, and they've kind of laid out the timeline. No, not, not, not my, uh, not my parents, but like, I guess like family and relatives, they're just like, oh my gosh, like, how's it going? Like, do you have a boyfriend? Are you, you know, like, are you working in your field yet? Like how's life after gra- graduation? And I'm like, oh, you know. Who, <laughs> who, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, who are you comparing yourself to? And you can't say Rachel from Friends. No. Who are you Who are you comparing yourself to where at the end of it you feel like you're a failure? I guess just like some of my friends, they, they're already like within their field and I'm just like, you know, or they're like, they kind of have their lives together, I guess. But stop, so stop comparing. Like you're going to, you're going to look for opportunities, right? And you just have mm-hmm. to make sure that you're ready for them when they, when they present themselves. Of course. Uh, but you can't, you can't compare yourself, your life, the decisions that you've made, your path to any mm-hmm. other, to any other person and, and, and sort of try and mimic what somebody else has done. Like it just doesn't work that way. And if it's kids you want, you know, my God, you can have a kid anytime, right? Is it the, is it the yeah. wisest choice, you know, at this point and, you know, you ain't got mm-hmm. a guy or, you, you know, whatever? No, probably not. And, mm-hmm. and the same thing with marrying. Like, you know, you could be sitting here going, oh, my God, I'm not married. And I'm like, well, you know, are you out there dating? I am, actually, yeah. You are. Now, are you out there dating as a 25-year-old or are you out there dating as somebody who's looking for a husband? I'm out there dating looking for someone for a husband, but, like, it's just like I haven't found someone, you know. Okay, so that's going to happen, or maybe it won't happen, right? But but don't don't try and rush it just because you you you're looking at the clock like mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. That is that is you are starting off right now thinking that your time is up at 25. You are mm-hmm. about to launch into if you're feeling that panicked about your life at 25. Okay, you are about to launch into a decade of bad decisions. Okay. You are about to make all the bad decisions if you think that you're hitting a midlife crisis at 25. Because I feel like everything that's presented to you, you're going to feel like, okay, this is it, right? Like the next guy that you meet and maybe go out with, you're going to be like, okay, this is the guy that I'm probably going to marry. Or the next job opportunity that you get, you're probably going to look at that and say, okay, this is going to be the place that I work at for the next 25 years. Yeah, you're gonna start. Mm-hmm. You're gonna start settling like crazy uh-huh. um, and making real yeah. bad and making real bad decisions. Um, when I was 25, not that you and I different. I mean, different generations and the world was different and all of the, all of this stuff. 
I went through like a lot of my life thinking that I had really been advanced for my age. Then I got to a point in my life where I felt like I was being left behind. Then I got to a point in my life where I felt like I wasn't advancing at all, right? And and so I went through these stages all sort of throughout my 20s. And I didn't really feel that I had it together. And when I say had it together, I mean where I sort of knew what path I was on. I felt that the decisions that I had made were the right decisions. Um, I had a lot of failures, all of this stuff. That didn't happen for me until realistically I was around like 30. Oh, well. Right. Your 20s are are an amazing time to make mistakes and take big chances because you are not married. You are not tied down. You have no kids, probably don't have a mortgage. You have very little to lose. Right. So the age you are right now, you are in your go for it years. You should feel nothing but sweet ass freedom at 25. Because yeah. you because you can swing for the fences and fail horribly and it won't matter. And I feel like if you put too much pressure on yourself right now, you're gonna miss enjoying life. Don't uh, mm-hmm. don't don't look at this as something that's ending. You are in the greatest sort of period of your life to yeah. try things out and have it not work out with very little consequences. Yeah. Take advantage okay. of the time that you have, Aaliyah. Yeah, I will for sure. All right. Okay, thank you guys. And mochas fix my life on kiss hey do you want to hear this adorable clip of uh um keanu reeves meeting a nine-year-old fan what so i don't know where he was he was at like a collector's shop signing autographs that's what it looked like when i saw the video but i was like oh, does really? keanu reeves do that kind of thing i guess i didn't it's think so reeves. either wait or was he, he at um are you guys sure it wasn't like uh what do you call it CinemaCon? isn't that happening yeah, but this looked no, like a store. No, it was like a comic book store. Oh. Like it wasn't, and it was in LA, so it wasn't Vegas. Mm-hmm. But oh, he's okay. just like, because it's he's weird. Like, out? Yeah, because it's weird. Like Keanu Reeves just sort of does like Keanu Reeves things. Like he does things that nobody else at Keanu Reeves level would do. Like Ben Affleck's not going to a comic book store sitting there alone at a table meeting <laughs> nine-year-olds, <laughs> right? Keanu. Like it just doesn't, it just doesn't happen. So hold on. So comic, so what's he, like John Wick stuff? He, he did a, no, he did a surprise like signing at a, at a comic book store. Like he just, I don't know whether he showed up or they announced it or whatever it was. But when you watch the video, it's, it's, it's a tiny little store and there's a tiny little table and it's like just Keanu Reeves sitting there. Oh, wow. <laughs> like by himself. Like yep. there's not even a big crowd or or anything. And uh, I love you, Keanu, I, for so that. wild. I know. And then so uh, this nine-year-old kid walks up. He's awesome. I'm such a big fan. What's your name? Noah. My name is Noah. Hi, Noah. I'm Keanu. You're probably my favorite actor in the whole world. Oh, my gosh, Noah. Best. Thank you. Did you see Duke Kaboom? In Toy Story 4? Yeah, he's my favorite character. Canada's greatest stuntman. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. Aw, that's right? so, oh, cute. so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out where it was. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. like a store in LA. Like it, yeah. It, yeah, it's called Berserk in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> it. And Duke Kaboom just showed up. Yeah, like I don't even, I don't even know like what this was for. I think Poor he Duke. just... Was like, yo, I got like, what I can, what can I do today? But Keanu Reeves is the kind of guy, though. Like, God, it would be just be like so crazy. Like, when you're Keanu Reeves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just out one day, like you're antsy and you're at home, and you don't want to be in the house, and maybe you got to clean something you don't want to clean. Like, he can literally just get in his car, drive around, find a comic book store, walk into the comic book store, and just look at the guy and go, Yo, you want me to do something? 
Right? You know what I mean? And then his day's booked. Uh-huh. Right? Like, yeah. never bored. You got a Sharpie? Yeah, never bored. Right? Mm-hmm. Go get the table out of the back. I'll sit for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Right? And whoever comes in. Whoever. Because all you need is one person to, or even the, 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 the shop owner to like tweet that's out it. Keanu Reeves is here with a that's, picture. That's it. And then everyone shows up. That's it. And you have this kid, Noah. Yeah. That comes out yeah. to meet I would. Canada's greatest stuntman. I'm such a big fan. <laughs> What's your name? Noah, my name is Noah. I know I'm Keanu. You're probably my favorite actor in the whole world. Oh my gosh, Noah, thank you. Did you see Duke Kaboom in Toy Story 4? Yeah, he's my favorite character. Canada's greatest stuntman. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. Aww. Like Aww. I would just do that every day on my way home. You? I would just show up places. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's not? never going to happen. What? To be <laughs> Shut up, all of okay, you. Do, do it today. Do no, it today. No, I don't want to do it today. No, I don't want to do it today. Prove it. I don't want to see people today. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.